the sicha that we were learning, that we're learning in Chelak Yudches, regarding the Shleimus Atayrev Amitzvah, that we discussed last week, that the main role of Mashiach is to bring the completion of Tayrev Amitzvah. So in the first half of the sicha, the Rebbe lays down the groundwork, the foundation, explaining how the whole role of Mashiach is the return of, Tayrev, of, of Shleimus of Tayrev Amitzvah. The second half of the sicha, the Rebbe goes on, to discuss more the details, how the fact that the coming of Mashiach as a return of the, of, of the complete complete performance of Taylor Mitzvahs is expressed also in the details of Mashiach. Now, just a little bit of a background to take a step back. When we look at the psukim that the Rambam brings, the Rebbe explains at length how the psukim that the Rambam brings in Pashas Nitzav and in Pashas Bilam speak about the coming of Mashiach within the context of the return of Taylor Mitzvahs. So let's look. At, let's take a closer look for a second at those psukim. You have in Pashas Nitzav, the Torah speaks about the good things that will happen, the negative things that will happen, and it says when all the things will take place. So eventually, the Jewish people, after being in Galus for so long, eventually they're going to do tshuva, and then v'shavta d'Hashem alikecha v'shav Hashem alikecha will return your captivity. And bring you back there to Yisrael, and then the pasuk goes on. Everything will be good, even more than it was ever before. They will circumcise your heart. You'll serve David in a much greater way. We go to Pashas Balak, as Ram calls the Pashas Bilam. It speaks about the emergence of a Melech, of a king who will help the Jewish people against their enemies. Right? The Ram brings up Sukim, all the Psukim how it speaks about how there will be a great king that will arise and he will smite the enemies of the Jewish people. And uh, right, if you look at the Pesukim of Parshish Bullock, that's the context. He says, I'm going to tell you what, you know, what's going to happen at the end of days, how the Jewish people will overcome their enemies and so on and so forth. If you look at the Pesukim, it's not 100% mudgish, it's not 100% stressed that the idea of the coming of Mashiach is the return of Tehra Mitzvah. One could easily argue that is just like all the other promises in the Torah. The Torah says good things will happen to the Jewish people, negative things will happen to the Jewish people. For example, Pasha Sazinu. Pasha Sazinu is a prime example. It speaks about all the good things Abishah did, and then it speaks about the negative things that the Jewish people will sin, and eventually they'll be put into Golas, and then it finishes, finishes it off on a happy note that after everything is said and done, Kiyadin Hashem Amoy, Abishah will, will have Rachmanes, he will return the Jewish people, He'll appease them for all the suffering they went through, and so on and so forth. So the Torah is the covenant between the Ebeshev and the Jewish people. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the edus, it's, it's, it's the testimony which records their relationship. And the Ebeshev is telling the Jewish people that no matter what happens, he will never forsake them. So in other words, the promise of redemption in the Torah is, you could arguably, if you look at it superficially, you don't right away see that the promise of redemption in Torah should be understood within the context of the return of Torah mitzvahs, you could understand it merely as a, as, as a promise that Abish will eventually return the Jewish people to be finally be a time enough is enough, and there's already time for Mashiach to come. Now, the Rambam, obviously, is very clear from the Sikha, did not learn it that way. The Rambam is learning that the whole idea of golos, of exile, from the eyes of Allah, as the Rebbe writes, isn't just that where Jewish people are suffering, but in the eyes of exile, Golos means that there's things that are lacking in Golos. There's the, 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 you don't have the completion of the Jewish people in Israel, you don't have the Beis Hamikdash. And Gula means that we're returning those things that were lacking through Golos. So the Rambam is clearly learning that the coming of Mashiach is not just to redeem the Jewish people from, from, from enslavement, from Shibut Malchias, from Golos. The coming of Mashiach is 
to to to, to is is shleimus atayr of amitzvus. Now, where does Ramam see that in the Psukim? Where does Ramam get that from the Psukim? And it's very clear in the Ramam, if you look closely, the Ramam, Ramam is not negating. I mean, the Ramam clearly uses the Lashon about Mashiach, the Mashiach is Mashiach Yisrael, he will save the Jewish people. He writes that in, in the beginning of Perikid Aleph, he writes it also later at the end of Perikid Aleph, when he's talking about, um, you know, the part that the that the censor took out, he says that all the Nevi'im spoke about how Mashiach will will save the Jewish people, in a number of other places. The Ramam uses a similar thing in discussing the context of Mashiach's coming as saving the Jewish people. So where does the Ramam get it from that the coming of Mashiach should be understood within the within the context of the return of Torah Mitzvahs? So very, I mean, seemingly you could say, which is probably more true, that the Derech of the Ramam is known. The Ramam had his cook. Ramam's his way of looking at things. Ramam had not everything he could prove. Api You know, then when it, we all know when it comes to seichel, two people are arguing. At the end of the day, is every person has a muscle rishon, has a nochah pshuta. He has a way. He has certain principles of life, certain principles of intellect that automatically lead him a certain way. Beishamim Beisilal argued. It's not just a matter who was smarter than the other one, but each one had a different approach of intellect. The approach of intellect is something which is beyond intellect. There's a certain cook, a certain nochah benefesh. So the Ramam looks at Gula, he sees Taka, the salvation of the Jewish people, but he also sees, when he's looking from the glasses of Allah, so to say, he sees that it's the return of Taita Mitzvahs. Now, the truth is that if you do look at the Pesukim, you do see, like I mentioned before, in Pashas Nitzavim, you do see that it's the return of the Jewish people to the Jewish people, uh, to the Ebesheh, they're doing Tshuva. You do see the motive of the return of Taita Mitzvahs, but it's not stressed that this is the main point. But I think I'll just... Again, this is, I'm just going to mention a thought. It could be right or wrong. Just The Rambam outlines, in Lachas Shuvah test, the Rambam outlines his view on the promises of the Torah regarding reward and punishment. The Rambam explains that the reward and punishment, that the Torah, the real reward and punishment is reward and punishment in the world to come, not the physical things the Torah promises in, you know, in Olam Haza Gash in this physical world. So the Ramam says, so why do we find in the whole Torah it always speaks about things will be good, it won't be good. So the Ramam says that all the things that the Torah promises are a means to an end. It's not an end of itself in itself. All the good Yudam Gashmim, all the physical prosperity, the Torah is telling us that if we'll serve the Ebeshter, we're gonna have physical prosperity, not because that's your reward for serving the Ebeshter. But the physical prosperity will be given to us, and so we should have the ability to serve the Ebeshit even more in order that we should merit we should merit our ultimate reward, the connection with the should express in the life of the world to come. But that's how the Rambam explains side the reward, side the punishment. The punishment means that if you don't have physical things that you need, so it's going to prevent you from serving the Ebeshit, so you'll end up losing both worlds. So in other words, all the things that the Torah speaks about, the brachis and the opposite of brachis, the Torah is basically saying, if you'll be good, you'll have the ability to do more good, which will give you the ultimate good, the world to come. And if abnished, if not, it will be the opposite. Now let's understand the promise of the Torah regarding the coming of Mashiach. The promise of the Torah regarding the coming of Mashiach, the Torah doesn't say that if you'll do tshuva, Mashiach will come. It's not what the Torah says. The Torah is promising that something that has to happen. Like the Ramah writes, Nilchus Shuvah, if Ticha Torah Shasayf Yisrael, it's a promise. The Torah says it's eventually going to happen. The Jewish people will do tshuva. Now, Dreb explains elsewhere, my Marich Siddis, that this tshuva that the Jewish people will do at the end of exile is coming. It's not coming mitzad them, but but 
essentially it's rooted in the fact that the Torah promised. It's not something which is starts, is, is, so to say, is aroused in its initial source by the Jewish people themselves. It comes inside the promise of Torah. So it's not, this is very different than all the other things that Titus speaks about. The other, all the other things that Titus speaks about is conditions. If you're good, you behave good, you serve the Ebesher, the Ebesher will give you good begash, means you should be able to serve the Ebesher even better. And if not, not. But here the Titus makes a promise. There'll come a time, it's going to happen is that the Ebesher will return you, you know, to the Teres Yisrael. What, what, what's the reason for it? What, 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 in other words, what is the aside over here? What, what, what is the... The reason for this promise of redemption, so must mean that in the Kuda is that, in other words, within the within the words of halacha, you can use similar ideas and other from other angles, but from in the, in the lenses of halacha, the promise, the point of here is there has to be a, a time that Torah mitzvahs will be complete. So there has to be this. Yes, the Ebesher set up the world that this bechira chavshes is free choice, and there's a whole process that you don't listen and don't listen and so on and so forth. And they go into Gauls. But eventually, Torah Mitzvah has to prevail. So eventually, Mitzvah, Yifticha, Torah, Torah itself says there has to come a time that Torah Mitzvah will be complete. So the whole promise of redemption that Amam understands is not just the reward, it's not just something that's being given to us because of the tshuva that we do in Gauls. Because of, no, it's the Torah, Lachatchila, Debesha says part of the plan of creation. Part of the giving of the Torah is there has to come a time, no matter where the Jewish people are holding, there has to eventually come a point that they're going to do tshuva Mashiach will come. Why? Because that's in the Nitzchis of Torah Mitzvahs. Now the truth is, you could explain the same thing, not similar ideas, not in the lenses of Allah, you could explain similar ideas that there's eternal bond that they Bishu with Yidin, and that eternal bond has to eventually be revealed, and the Jewish people will eventually return. And so on and so forth, which is a similar idea, just using more chesedish and neshama words. But within the realm of halach, what it basically means is that gula, the promise of redemption, doesn't mean that Abisha promises, and I'll never, I'll, I won't forsake you forever. Eventually, I will return you. Eventually, I'll bring you back to Yisrael. I mean, that's obviously what the Torah is saying. But the question is, why? What, 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 what is that promise rooted in? The Rambam understands again. This is just a thought. But it seems, in a certain sense, based on the Rebbe Sichas, that Amam understands that this promise of the Torah is rooted in the fact that it has to come a time Shlemis Mitzvah. And again, if you look closely at the Psukim, you see in Pashas Nitzavim, even though the Rambam doesn't bring those Psukim here, but the whole context of Pashas Nitzavim is speaking about that the Torah promising that there come a time the Jewish people will return to Debeshta. And therefore, there will come a time there will be Torah that, that, that Debeshta will redeem the Jewish people. And when Debeshah redeems them, they'll serve Debeshah like they never served them before. You see clearly how the physical redemption of the Jewish people is not just a, a, a end in itself, but it's coming as a means of the Jewish people reconnecting to Debeshah through their fulfillment of Torah Mitzvahs. But that's one point. Now, this, this understanding of the fact that the Geula, the redemption of the Jewish people, the way Torah, so to say, sets it up, the way Torah portrays it, is one and part and parcel with the fact that Torah Mitzvah is returning, Torah Mitzvah is becoming complete. With this we understand the second half of the Sikh where the Rebbe is explaining, the Rebbe uses the Lashon that the Indian, the fact that Mashiach is a Shleimus of Torah Mitzvah, explains the de- all the details. In other words, not only the general idea of what Mashiach is going to do, but it also explains, the Rebbe uses the Lashon, the way he appears on the scene. The way the Ramam explains Mashiach appearing on the scene, you would think, if the point of Mashiach is to save the Jewish people, then what should be the main focus of Mashiach's activities when he appears on the scene? 
His main focus of his activities will be to establish independence of the Jewish people, save them from all their enemies, give them a good life, and then we'll bring about the completion of the Torah I mean, you could theoretically argue that that's the way it seems from Pashas Nitzavim, right? What the Pashas Nitzavim highlights one detail. Kippus Golis, the return of the exiles. Now, the Abish says, I'll bring you back, and I'll take you out of exile, I'll return you, everything will be good. Speaks about then Umala Shamal Kachasavav, he'll serve the Abishir again, but theoretically, one could argue that Pashas Nitzavim is the Abishir's Dinin of Gul as it's portrayed as first the Eden return to Eretz Yisrael, and then, yeah, he'll serve the Abishir, but the return to Eretz Yisrael, the Gula, is the form, is, is, is the Iker, is the, is, is the thing that we're focusing on. The way that Ammon describes Mashiach, you see that the whole way how Mashiach appears on the scene, his goal to begin with is not. Obviously, his goal is to redeem the Jewish people, but his, his initial goals is to make sure that he didn't do Taylor Mitzvahs. Even the wars that he fights, Rebbe explains a number of Sikhs, Yilchem, Mulchamis, Hashem, the wars that Mashiach is fighting is to make sure the Jewish people are, is to make, it's that godliness should prevail, the Taylor Mitzvah should prevail. And obviously, helping the Jewish people is also one of the wars that Mashiach will fight, but it's within the context of Mulchamis, Hashem, that this is a war of David, and this is something which is the right thing that has to be done. And the Kibbutz Goli is the peak of Mashiach's activities, which is mentioned, like I mentioned before in Pashas Nitzavim, and this is the last thing that Amram writes from Mashiach Vade. What's the final sign? Is Kibbutz Goli is that Mashiach is returning the exiles. It's the last thing that he will do, but it's, it's the most important thing. The Rebbe emphasizes the Sikha Chavez Pashas Pekutei Tav Shem Amalaf. The Rebbe emphasizes the fact that it's mentioned at the end means that it's the main thing. So, in other words, when you're talking about Gul in the simple context, as a salvation of the Jewish people, the most important thing would be Kibbutz Goldies returning the exiles. Nevertheless, that's the final point of Mashiach's activities. That's, he does, all the other things that the Rambam mentions come first. Why is that? So based on the above, it's understood. According to the Rambam, the whole return of the Jewish people from Golos is not just, it's not two things that happen, happen to happen together. Tak didn't go out of Golos. And then they return to Taylor Mitzvahs, they serve Abish in a greater way. No, the return out of, the going out of Gaul is synonymous. The whole Seder at the bottom, the whole structure, the whole plan of how this works is based, is all following a plan, following the structure of the return of Taylor Mitzvahs. That is what the Rebbe is, the Rebbe is focusing on, how the, 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 the Rambam is focusing also on the details of Mashiach. How Mashiach by himself, Taylor Mitzvahs will permeate him to the utmost. So be of basic And then Yaakov Yisrael, so to follow Then Hashem, then will fight the wars of Debishter. And then will bring the completion of Taitamitzis. In other words, the coming of Mashiach on the scene is there's a whole structure here of all the details how Mashiach is returning the Taitamitzis. First he he himself has to be permeated with Taitamitzis. Then he has to make sure the Jewish people fulfill Taitamitzis. And then he goes further, he, he affects the nations of the world, until he brings Mashiach Vadi, he brings the Shlemus of Taylor Mitzvah. So the whole manner, the whole order of events of the coming of Mashiach is all based on the return of Taylor Mitzvah. Based on the above, I'm just going to add some more points, some more background, which make things more geshma, give a better context to things. There's a sikh of the Rebbe, Zachrin Shal Pesach, and Shabbos Pasha Sachri, Tov um, and I think in the in the Torah's Menachem they put both sikhs together in Shabbos and Nachin Shal Pesach. But there the Rebbe spoke 
was one of the early sikhas of the Rabbah and the Rambam, Nilchus Malachim, Nilchus Shuvah. The Rabbah speaks about the difference, the way the Rambam describes Mashiach and Nilchus Malachim, and the way the Rambam describes Mashiach and Nilchus Shuvah. Nilchus Shuvah, Perektas Halacha Beis, the Rambam describes Mashiach as Oisei Amalach, Shiamid Mazara David, he's going to be Chacham Gadol, Baal Chachmai, Yasser Mishleimai, he'll be greater in wisdom, great, greater master of wisdom than Shleimai. The Navi Gadol who called Lomaisha Rabbeinu is a great prophet, almost like Moshe. And uh, everyone will come to hear his wisdom and so on and so forth, and he'll teach everyone how to serve the Abishter. And as Rabbi mentions, and here Nilchus Mulachim, the Rabbi doesn't say that. He doesn't mention it. The only thing he mentions, he describes Mashiach as a Melech, as a king. It's a very important thing. Sometimes I speak to people, and they say, Yeah, Mashiach is called Melech Mashiach, King Mashiach. But, you know, there's many other great things. It'll be a great Navi, a great Tzaddik. If you learn the Sikha well, it's very clear that the, the, the job definition of Mashiach, you know, if Mashiach will write a resume about himself, what is his job definition is that he's a Melech. Not that he's a Navi, not that he's a Chacham, he's a Melech. Now, a, the Rebbe explains the fundamental difference between a Melech and a Navi and a Chacham. And to use the Isis of the Rebbe, the Melech's role is Yaakov Kali's role. The Melech's role is to make sure people keep Tehidah whether they like it or not. That's technically the role of a melech. Obviously, Mashiach, Mashiach comes, everyone wanted to tell him it is. But in essence, us is in the kud of a melech. A navi and a chacham, when a navi and a chacham do things, the, the navi and a chacham is very great milus, but it's not something which is yakov. He's not forcing anyone to do anything. In other words, a navi and a chacham is there and people are coming and listening. So the rabbi says in Hilchas Mulachim, the Rambam is describing the coming of Mashiach within the context of the idea of a melech, of a king. When you're talking about a melech, a king, is Yaakov, he's forcing. The Navi, the Chacham, that's discussed in the Chashuv. And the Rebbe says that the Lashon the Rebbe uses, you see it in Sirkus Kodesh, Abbas Pasha Zakhar, Tav Shalamet, the Rebbe says that in the Chashuv, the Rambam is discussing Mashiach within the, within the context of Schar Voynish. When the Rebbe says Schar Voynish, he means over there, that the Rambam in the Chashuv is, is discussing there the ultimate reward, Olam Haba. And he's discussing the things that Abishah gave us that give us the ability to merit the world to come. One of the things that merit the world to come, like I mentioned before, is physical, you know, Yudam Gashrim give us the ability to, 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 to merit the world to come. But when Mashiach will come, the, the great qualities that Mashiach will have, that'll be a great Chacham, a great wise man, and a Navi, and a prophet, this is something that will cause that everyone will come to Mashiach. And they'll be able to increase their knowledge and understanding of the Ebush in such a great way that they'll merit the Elam in an even greater way. And this is why in the Sabu, Achacham, and Banavim, Kali saw why, the, why all the Yidim wanted Mashiach is because of the great qualities of Mashiach that they'll be able to serve the Ebush in such a much greater way that they'll get Elam Habu. And Ilchus Malachim Dramam doesn't mention that. He refers to it in short in the end of Perikut Beis, Allah Chedalit. He refers back to this Ilchus Shuvah discussion. But the whole focus on Mashiach primarily in Ilchus Malachim is not focusing on that point at all. Why not? So again, Derech Efshir, but based on the Rebbe Sikhas, I think it comes out pretty clearly. In Ilchus Malachim, we're focusing on the fact that the Indian of Mashiach is that there's a Haftach of Teter. Teter promises the come a time to be Shlemus of Teter Mitzvahs. It's not negay here, the return of the Teter Mitzvahs here is not being focusing so much on the Tayalas Ha'odam, on the benefit of a person. He should be able to get a deeper connection with the Eibushter, that we should be able to, to get Zechad and Elam Abba. We're talking here about the coming of Mashiach, the qualities of Mashiach that are mitzah, the haftochah, the promise of Teda, there has to be a shleimus of Teda mitzvahs, 
For that is not relevant, the fact that, I mean, it's not so relevant from, in other words, in the, the initial stages of the Etzim Achzorat Zatayra Mitzvah was negated the Mashiach Zemalek. Through the fact that Mashiach Zemalek, with that, it will bring the return of Zatayra Mitzvah. The other things about Mashiach are also true, but they're, they're mentioned in Elchaz Shuvah. They're explained to you how you'll get a higher level of Ganeidah and how you, Yahvedis Hashem, will be able to be on such a deeper internalized level. But that's not the Nikud of Elchaz Mulachim. Nikud of Elchaz Mulachim is the Etzim Chavza. The fact that the Torah Mitzvahs will be complete, that the world will run according to Torah Mitzvahs. The fact that a person will be able to have spiritual heights, so to say, does is nicht in the Kudadon Elchus Molochim. At least, Kach Yishleimah B'Derech Efshi, you look at the Sikh over there, I think to a certain degree that's what that, that's that's in line with the Rebbe's, with the Rebbe's focus over here in the Sikh and Chelek Yudchas. Furthermore, another point I will add is that the 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 the, 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 the definition of Mashiach over here, the description of Mashiach, as it's discussed in this halacha, and the simonim of Mashiach, Yamid Malach Meistavet, Haikim Potato Vesik Mitzvahs, basically what this is my understanding of the Rabbi Sichas, the Sichas were put together recently, and there's you know plenty of resources you can look at, but if you put together the Rabbi Sichas, the Rebbe is basically describing that the way Mashiach will affect the world is by the power of his personality, by the power of his connection to the Ebeshter and his complete connection to Teirah Mitzvah. That's how he's going to bring Teirah Mitzvah to the world. And that's how he's going to change the world. He's not changing the world based on his great wisdom or Nevi'as, but there's another quality here. There's the quality of a Melech. I'll excuse a little bit of Chassidus Isis. It ties in with Halacha. Although obviously Allah is not focusing on these things, but for example, when you speak about Yaakov Kol Yisrael, Mashiach will compel all the Jewish people, right? So obviously in the context of the Rambam, he means Dvarim Kipshut, and the Rebbe emphasized it a few times. Doesn't only mean that Mashiach will come over to a guy and say, excuse me, are you Jewish? You want to put on film? If not, have a nice day. Yaakov Kol Yisrael, it's a beginning. The Mashiach will start with Achinayim Shalom, but eventually Mashiach will have the ultimate power, greater than David HaMalach, to be Yaakov Kol Yisrael, but does Yaakov Kol Yisrael have to mean that he'll stand and force a guy with a gun? So there's a story the Rebbe says, a number of sikhs the Rebbe explains, not the way that there's, there's the inning of kfiyah that happens on a higher level, but it's illustrated with a story, I think there's a story of the Sa'a Shalom of Bel, the first Bel Zerov, that he had to have operation and there was a, a Jew that wasn't from that was going to give him the operation, Bel Zerov didn't want to do it if the guy wasn't a man and a believer. So he asked the guy, do you believe that Mashiach could come? And we pray for force everyone to keep Torah mitzvahs. And he says, honestly, I don't. You know, the, the one guy will come and have the ability to force. He didn't believe it. So the Sasha Bells gave him a look. And that look penetrated him. I would say he probably felt a certain impact the way Mashiach will impact people just with their gaze. And he said, yeah, now I believe. Else he personally experienced a certain kfir. He saw that with this look, the Sasha Bells was able to force him, so to say, that he started believing Taka. The Nikud is the musag of Mashiach, the way it's described in Halacha. In other words, if you if you if you ask, if you extract the Nikuda, the Neshama of it, it basically means you're talking with about Mashiach is that he's completely David. of Halacha, someone that's completely connected with Abisha, completely connected to Therefore, it doesn't suffice with learning Taita Mitzvah by himself, and he goes out and he forces everyone. He does whatever in his power that every Jew should serve Taita Mitzvah. Then he goes a step further. There's things that are stopping Taita Mitzvah. There's, there's, there's nations of the world that aren't giving even the peace of mind. Or there's Bifrat, there's Menagdim, there's things that are clearly opposing Taita Mitzvah. So Mashiach, because of his, of, of, of his intense dedication and devotion, Debesha and Taita Mitzvah, he fights that. For example, you have 
And Tanya and the Gedus HaKadr Simmons as well, the Rebbe uses the Lashon of the wars that David HaMelech fought, were wars to take away any menaged, any, any, any entity that was blocking of the glory of the Abisha filling the earth. Those were the Mulchamis Hashem that David HaMelech fought. Similarly, Mashiach, what's going to be his drive? What's going to be his passion? His personality will be so strongly connected with Taylor Mitzvah that with that he will, he will, he will be able to 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 be Kaifa Kol Yisrael. His his personality, the sheer force of his personality, will drive the Jewish people to Taylor Mitzvah. His connection with Abishur will force the Eden and will lead him to do the wars and be Matzliach. So in a certain sense, even though again what I'm saying is not you know, written in the words of the Rambam, but the, 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 the description of such a person, in other words, the quality of the person coming that will change the world, the way the Rambam describes it again here, in Hilchas Mulach in particular, and particularly the way the Rambam discussed many times, Zimani Mashiach, particularly in the Sikhs, Bilti Mugis, and the Lamids, and so on, that's the tzir that comes out, that a mensh was by him, by him, Taylor Mitzvah reigns supreme, and he has the koyach, he has a total dedication in, with Abish, which gives him the koyach, to permeate the whole world, to force, so to say, to, to cause the whole world to follow the same drive. And that's the thing from Mashiach Vadai. Mashiach Mashiach that he does that. So if you see in the Rambam, in other words, the, the, based on this comes out that according to the way the Rambam is describing Mashiach and Mulachim, the whole tahalich, the process of Mashiach's activities, and the way Mashiach starts off, so to say, by himself, starts first starts from his intense connection to Debush and through Tayyar Mitzvah. And then that spills over to Yaakov Kol Yisrael, until Yilchem Lecham is Hashem, until Yinatzeach. So this is, this is how Mashiach affects the world. If you want to use the same things in, in Isis of Chassidus, you have the, 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 this number of Sichas, the Rebbe explains how the Indian of Yamid Malach me Beis David, the idea of a king me Beis David, which is talking about a king, which is a real king, somebody that you look at him, you see that he's exalted, that he has his, his head and shoulders above the people, He's a leader by definition. Such a person, this represents a level of Yechida. And Zeb explains in a few Sikhs how the Yechida Shebenefesh, Mashiach will reveal the Yechida Shebenefesh, that intense connection with Ebeshter, which expresses itself in, 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 uh, in, in the fact that it's Kaifa Yaakov Kol Yisrael that forces a Jew to overcome his Yetzirah to do what Ebeshter wants. Yilcham Lecham Hashem Yechida forces him to, to wage wars of Ebeshter, which is the war of the Yetzirah and overcome it. And so on and so forth. Which again, in the terms of Allah, if we're dealing with the Ramam describing a person that's intensely dedicated to Tayyip Mitzvah, and the Yitzis of Chassidus, it's connected to the idea of Gilu Yaychida, which is that's a miskashus of Yidu Davis, which is also the Indian of Mashiach, Api Chassidus. In very simple places, like the Rabbi explained in Shabbos, Pasha, Sellas, Toshin, and Beis, is the Etzim Miskashus of Yidu Davishter. And that expresses itself until it permeates completely. The same way Mashiach will rule the world, what it means in the Abayda Vayid, that the Indian of Mashiach, the Etzim Miskashus of the Yid with Abish, will permeate everything in the world, and within the Yid itself, it will permeate its whole existence. Rabbi Atasicha, and Chelek Lamutches, Bolok, and Vyed Miyom Adyom, and Harad Afsayaritz, how I'm not going to go through those Sicha, you're welcome to look at it. Rabbi explains it very interestingly, the fact that Mashiach will reign from sea to sea, and so on and so forth, means that the Nekud of Mashiach will permeate the whole world, and Navayda Vayid means that it permeates every single aspect of his life. We can learn what's the Hiron Avodas Hashem from the Sikh. He finished the Sikh, the Ramam speaks about Mashiach being the Shlemus of Taylor Mitzvahs and he describes Mashiach's coming. It's interesting when the Rebbe spoke the Sikh, there was another whole piece of the Sikh in the Bilti Mugga which never made it to the Mugga to Kasikha. 
And in that part of the Sikha, the Rebbe explains that I guess in the Mugadika Sikha it was too lengthy or whatever reason it wasn't put in. And that Sikha, the Rebbe says very simple, the same way Mashiach has the Avodah with himself, that he's Isaac potato, but like the four in Yodam, the Rebbe mentions in the Sikha, that he's involved in Torah and Mitzvah's thought most himself. And then he's Yaakov Kol Yisrael, he's not, doesn't suffice with his own Avodah, he makes sure another Yid serves the and then he Yilcham Lachamis Hashem. Does anything, any obstacle fight in Tehremitz? He, he 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 fights that. And then furthermore, the Rebbe explains another sechus of Bonam Mikdash Bim Koyma, building the Beis Hamikdash Bim Koymoi in his place, which is also a hint to every Jew in his own heart and every Jew in his place makes a base Chabad, makes a place which brings people closer to Yiddishkeit. Yikapi Sidchei Sol. He gathers Yidden together. Say other Yidden, he brings whatever Yid he has Ashpa and he brings them together. And to serve the Ebesh, and also within his own nefesh, he puts together, he's mekabitz, all his machshara, divra, mice, he gathers, all the thoughts, speech, speech and actions, brings them to the Ebesh. So then, this brings, when a person in his life, he has the shleimus of Teira Mitzvah, which befrat, when it's again, like I mentioned, Apich Siddhis, the word here is, that he has the etzim, his kashos, the Ebesh, that permeates his whole mitzvah, totally, that's the name of Mashiach. So basically, the, in the second half of the Sikha, the Rebbe is explaining how it's all expressed in the details. How every single prat the Mashiach is doing is part, is another detail, and it follows a certain pattern of the process of the Indian that Mashiach is, 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 is Mashiach's main thing, is the, re, the return of the Shleimus of Teir Mitzvah. There's one more point I'm just going to mention a little bit to pull Obama, those that want to be mine, I don't have any full clarity on it. But in the Sikha, the Rebbe says there that why do we know, how do we know that the Indian of Mashiach is not to make miracles? So the Rebbe says there, because if we're going to say, the Rambam is trying to say like this, that if we were to say that Mashiach has to make a change in the world, it's a contradiction to the fact that the Torah is eternal. I know a lot of people, me personally also, it's very hard to understand what is punct of word. So yes, overall, you know, the word, very simply, the idea of Mashiach, there's nothing to do with changing the world. Those people that believe that Mashiach will change the world do miracles, but they had a whole different approach to Mashiach. They looked at Mashiach as somebody that's going to, going to bring reward, will create a new world, where life will be that dandy, or according to Kabbalah, like the Rai, but also clearly eyes of the Ramam here. Because the Mashiach will have to do miracles. According to Kabbalah, the miracles of Mashiach is a very important component. It's the idea of Gili Elikos Boilo, whatever you want to call it, a separate discussion. But over here, the Rambam, what is the reason that the Rambam holds the Mashiach won't have to do miracles? So the Rebbe doesn't touch it clearly. The general gist we all get, because the idea of Mashiach is Tzayda Mitzvah. Tzayda Mitzvah is not about changing the world. Now, there's a few ways of learning here. Some people say that the Rebbe, that the Torah remains forever. The Rebbe is trying to emphasize the word Lo'olam also means Velt. You know, like Chzidah's Taichas, the Emes Hashem Lo'olam. That, that literally means the, the truth of David shall last forever. Lo'olam means it comes on into the world. So basically, the Torah is to affect the world, not to change the world. It's a nice word, it's Chassidah Shetaych. Maybe that's what the Rebbe means, maybe not. It's a little hard to accept that we're talking about Chassidah Shetaych in the word Lo'ilam. There's another way of learning, which is very much Mestaber, which, which has a lot of logic to it, but I, again, I don't know if that's what the Rebbe means over here. Another way of learning is like this. If you're going to say that in order for Mashiach to bring about the Shleimahs of Torah Mitzvahs, is going to have to make changes in the world, so that basically means that the world as it is now, you cannot, you cannot fulfill Torah mitzvahs. So that basically means that the eternity of Torah is not true. The eternity of Torah means that in any time, in any location, the world as it is, 
there'll eventually come a time that Taita will be able to permeate this world. If the world as it is can never be a place for the ultimate fulfillment of Taita Mitzvah, the Ebesh has to create, let's say, a new world. Mashiach has to change the world in order to bring about the complete fulfillment of Taita Mitzvah. So that means that the Taita was never eternal. The Taita was only able to be, in other words, that the eternity of Taita, that Taita is, 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 has to permeate the world, is not really true, because the Taita never ends up permeating the world. It's, there's another world that appears, which in that world Taita could, could, could reign supreme, but not in the world as it is now. There's a lot of, whatever, so a few people write, there's, there's a lot of, it's, there's a lot of thought behind that word. Personally, I have a little bit of a problem with it, because in the Sikha, the Rebbe doesn't say that the, the Mashiach's, that the, that the Rambam is negating is Mashiach doing miracles to allow the Shleim Satayra Mitzvah. If the word would have be that what Rambam we're discussing in the Sikha, is that, that Mashiach doesn't have to do miracles in order to allow to have the Shleim Satayra Mitzvah, yes, that would go against the eternity of Taita, because the eternity of Taita means that the Taita will be eternal within, that Taita will finally permeate this physical world, not that there will have to be another world. But the Rebbe doesn't say that. There's a few other issues, yes, yes, that, whatever, there's another, there's a few other questions that might, that uh, there could be on these ways of learning. Another way of learning the Sikh is that what? Is that the Rebbe is saying like this? The Rebbe is saying, Taita Mitzvahs, you're not, you're, not, you're not supposed to add or subtract to Taita Mitzvahs. So if you're not supposed to add the Taita Mitzvah, so if Mashiach is coming to do the, bring about the complete fulfillment of Taita Mitzvahs in the world, if he's going to have to do miracles, it's like you're adding something to Taita Mitzvahs. You're adding a new dimension in Taita, which doesn't exist. It's a Gishmak of art. It fits if you look earlier in the Sikh where the Rebbe asks the question, what's the connection between doing miracles and changing Taita? The Rebbe seems to go along those lines that if you would say the Mashiach has to do miracles, like you're adding something in Taita. Again, it's for me personally, I find the word a little difficult to fully understand because if Mashiach will have to do miracles, true, the need of Mashiach is Shlemus of Taita Mitzvahs, but Mashiach will have to do miracles to say that that means that Taita Mitzvahs itself have an added point. However, logically, I guess there's different ways of looking at it. Not, I don't know if 100% it's, it's, it's obvious that that means that there's addition Taita Mitzvahs. Now, if you look at the Sikha carefully, which seems to be the Vart, even though a lot of Hasbar is needed over here, you look closely at the words that are highlighted in the Sikha. You see the Rebbe is highlighting two or three words. The Rebbe is highlighting the word Shinoi and Lo'olam, which basically means, if you look at it, the Rebbe is trying to say like this. Taito Mitzvah is Lo'olam. Lo'olam means it's forever, but it also means it's, you can't, it doesn't change. If you say that Mashiach has to bring about change, that runs Bistira. The Rebbe is trying to explain not just that completion of Taita Mitzvahs has nothing to do with miracles. The Rebbe is trying to say how the idea of changing the world runs contrary to Taita Mitzvahs. It's bestida, it's a con contradiction to it. So the Rebbe said that change, Taita Mitzvahs is not about change. If you, Taita Mitzvahs doesn't change. If you change the world, it's a state of the Taita Mitzvahs. Because Taita doesn't change. Now that's what it seems. If you look at the words, I know it's much harder to understand than everything I said before, but if you look at the words that are highlighted in the Sikha, that seems to be the emphasis. He's contrasting change with no change. An obvious question is, what does one thing have to do with the next? The fact that Mashiach changes the world, how did that change Taita Mitzvah? So I guess that everything we said before has to be added together. In other words, the agenda of Taita Mitzvah is, it's not a steer to Taita Mitzvah to have change in the world. It could, I don't want to get into this discussion, but next Sikha, the Rebbe also says that Taita Mitzvah 
the main point of Tehidah is, is to be fulfilled in the natural world, world but it doesn't necessarily mean that Tehidah cannot be filled, fulfilled to a certain degree in the supernatural world. What the Rebbe is trying to say that the agenda of Tehidah is doesn't change. Tehidah was given in this world as it is. That's the agenda of Tehidah. Tehidah was... The, the agenda of Tehidah never changed. Tehidah was meant to be given in this world. Somebody that represents Tehidah represents the agenda of Tehidah. His, his goal is one thing, to bring Tehidah mitzvahs to fulfill it. Tehidah mitzvahs doesn't change. There's a certain pattern. Tehidah mitzvahs, that's your goal, nothing else, nothing more. All of a sudden, when you say change, means there's, there, there's, there, there's another agenda here, an agenda which, so to say, runs contrary to the agenda of Tehidah mitzvahs. Now again, this word also is, is very hard, it could easily say it's very hard, to, you know, there's a lot of logic missing here. I would assume that it's everything put together that I mentioned before, but again, I'm just trying to say pshat and the words of the sikha seem to be like the last oifim, that the, the Rebbe is contrasting change with no change. And obviously you put together everything we said before, the, the idea behind it is that Torah Mitzvah is meant to deal with the world as it is, not to change it, not to add anything new, and if Torah Mitzvah is going to have to make a new world of Torah Mitzvah, you're contradicting the agenda of Torah Mitzvah as we know it today, but again, just pshat in the words, I think that this is, seems to be the vart. He's contradicting change with no change. The Ebesh is so helpful that we should have the coming of Mashiach and the uh, Mashiach, Yisrael, Saida of Zara's Teremitzis, and Saida's also Pashla Pichsidis, the, 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 on the Etzim of the Ebesh who didn't is revealed, which is in the Mashiach, then you have both things coming together. You have Yeshua, Yisrael, Miyat Sereim, you have the salvation of the Eden, the Gashmis. And also the the, 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 the full revelation of Tera Mitzvah's Bruchnis, the Ebishish should help, it should happen, take it from Yad Mamish.